whole new episode here of the Genteel Life Podcast. Ryan Genteel here. Hope everybody's having themselves a fantastic day, wherever and whenever you're listening to this episode. And, whew, yeah, man, it's just, and, and I'll apologize now. Got a little bit of the sniffles. So if you hear me sniffle a little bit during this episode. But that's the Genteel Life Podcast. Nothing's perfect. Everybody wants everything to be perfect. And guess what? This is life. This is real life. And this is what happens in real life. You can't make everything perfect. And I'm okay with that. But I can tell you one thing. I'm super excited because on March the 2nd, I get a chance to record an interview with my good friend, Susan Wynn. She's the first queen of Miss Universal Empire. That's right. Miss Universal Empire. Look it up. And she has been looking to do something for a while where she can connect with the community. And she's getting a chance to do that. So it's connecting with the community March 2nd at 6.30 p.m. at Caju Seafood, Seafood and Grill. That's 9555 Spring Green Boulevard in Katy, Texas. So if you live here in the Houston area or near Katy, feel free to head on out there. I'll be out there helping Susan out with her event while getting a chance to interview her. And I'm super excited for that one. I've been trying to have her on the episode. (laughs) On the episode. I've been trying to have her on the show for a while. And it just our schedules haven't been able to line up and things like that. So super excited that she's going to come on the show. And we're going to get a chance to talk for a few minutes about her story and her journey. A little bit of a preview. In her young 20s, she was in a car accident and she lost her right arm. Yeah, it's uh, something that if you think about, how I mean, it's, you know, you, you figure out how to function through life. And so she was able to do that. And she has a great story and a great message and really good friend of mine. She's a pistol, so much fun to be around. And so it's going to be a lot of fun catching up with her. However, this episode is not about that. This is the episode before that episode. But that episode with Susan will be out on March the 7th, so make sure you be on the lookout for that one. But we're going to go back in time, all right? We're going back to the future. Okay, not really. We're not really going back to the future, which is a great movie, by the way. If you're not a fan of Back to the Future, I don't know if we can be friends. I'm just saying. But <laughs> but no, there was, there was, there was something that was, uh, a, a question was posed on my favorite morning show here in Houston, The Rod Ryan Show. And if you're thinking to yourself, Ryan, did you just run out of ideas of what to talk about? Yes. Yes, I did. I ran out of things to talk about. I didn't know what I was going to talk about this week because I knew the Susan episode was going to happen on March the 7th. So I already knew that was going to take place. But I was thinking, okay, what's a good episode before that one? And a great question was posed. If you had the ability to go back in time, would you go to the future or would you go to the past? And I thought that was a very interesting concept because I feel like everybody has a different reason of what they would do. So I was like, that would be my topic. But then they threw out another one. And the same day, they said, now here's the thing. I don't know if this is a stat they got offline or if this is from the Rod Ryan Show's Twitter page and their listeners. But 71% of people that make plans secretly hope they fall through so they don't have to go do them. And I thought... That's a crazy stat. 71% of people hope that plans that they made or somebody made plans with them, they hope they fall through. And I was like, what the hell? So we're going to talk about that too. But we're going to stick with time travel first because I feel like that's a very interesting one. Because for me, I would go to the future. Now, most people my age or a little bit older say the past. like They want to go back in the past and relive their past and all this other stuff. For me, I want to go to the future. And I'll, I'll explain that here in a second of why. 
Now, I get why a lot of people want to go to the past. I do. I, I get that. A lot of people want to go to the past because maybe they lost a loved one. Mother, father, grandmother, grandfather, brother, sister, cousin, you know, somebody they lost where their final moments with them were either negative or they just didn't get a chance to tell them what they really wish they would have told them before they died. You know, and so I get that aspect of it. I get going back to the past to be able to spend time with that loved one a little bit differently before they pass away. Now, here's the thing. Nothing was really said about the rules of this. So in my mind, nobody said like, well, if you go back to the past, that's where you stay. Or if you go to the future, that's where you stay. You know, so from my understanding is, or at least this is the question I'm going to pose. If you could go back to the past or the future, knowing that you could come back to your present, which way would you go? Now, I feel like most people would still say the past. Like, I feel like that's the popular opinion because everybody wants to go to the past because that's what they know. And the other question posed too is, we're not talking about like in the past to like before you were born. We're talking about like in your lifetime. Like you can't, so example, I was born in 1981. I can't go to 1975. I wasn't alive. I wasn't even thought of. I wasn't even a glimmer in the hope of my mom and my dad's eye. Or maybe I was back then. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't want to know. That's a, that's a, that's a road I sure as hell don't want to go down. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I, I feel like, you know, you, you would, it has to be like in your lifetime. But people wanting to go to the past, like let's take away the aspect of going to see a loved one that maybe passed away. Like outside of that, why would you want to go to the past? Well, that's because it's familiar. It's easy. You know what happened. Or in my case, in some instances, in my 20s, I drank so much, I think I know what happened. <laughs> I think I know what went on. Because social media was not social media back in the day. You know, so for this younger generation that literally records every second of every moment of their life, when they get to be my age at 40, they could easily go back and take a look and know it like, oh, I remember and almost remember things exactly because now there's like you could video things so easily now. And even photos are so easy to capture moments to where, you know, I couldn't, I, you had to have a handheld camera. You had to get the film developed. And if you were moving too quickly, it's blurry, your fingers covering it up. I mean, there are so many aspects to where we just could not, we could not record every second of every day. So I get also that of going to the past, but for me, Going to the past is too easy. It's too easy but because it's familiar and it's comfortable and it's safe because you know what's going to happen. Because in my mind, when you're going back to the past, you're not changing anything. I don't think like you go back to the past and what you know now goes with you. Because if that were to happen, because think about this, the smallest change in something could alter where your life is today. Now, for some people, that might be okay. But for me, like if I altered something back in the past, then there's a chance I never maybe go to SFA or I never go start working for Mattress Firm. I never meet Megan and Claire and Emma never exist. That could happen. It could happen. The butterfly effect. And I'm not talking about the Ashton Kutcher movie, <laughs> which people rag on that movie, which don't get me wrong. It wasn't a great movie, 
But the concept of it, if you think about it, right? You change things and it just keeps changing. Nothing goes back to the way it was. And so for me, going to the past is too safe. So I prefer to go to the future. And that's not just a now thing. I've always thought that way. Like even in my 20s, I thought to myself, man, I wish I could fast forward 10 years and see where I'm at and see, am I on the path that I'm trying to get to today? Or did I just veer off that path and just give up or it didn't work out or whatever it was, right? You know, and am I married? Do I have kids? Like every now and then I would think that. Now, it's not something I thought about every day, but if somebody posed that question to me, that's what I would say. I'd rather go to the future. When we were pregnant with Claire, and people, and then she was born, and people were like, oh man, cherish these moments because they're only little for so long. And because I had, you know, Claire when I was 35, you know, I saw my friends go through this and their kids grow up quickly. So I kind of already had that concept like, okay, I know things go by quickly, so cherish every moment with them. But I would tell people, I can't wait for her to be five. And they're like, and people would look at me like I'm crazy. Like, what do you mean? Like, dude, no, enjoy this time when they're a baby. And it's like, I am. But I can't wait to see who she grows up to be. I don't want her to be a baby forever. Because if she's a baby forever, she's not making her own choices. She's not setting her own path. She's not doing anything. I want to see where she goes. I want to see what she chooses to be in life. And then when Emma was born, it was like, same thing. I want to see what she chooses to be in life and what she chooses to do. Because I feel like me and Megan are very good parents. You know, and I feel like we have some, we have good kids. And I know every parent says like, oh, we have great kids. We have great kids. Like, don't be wrong. My kids are assholes at times. And that's an episode that we will talk about. And my, and sorry, mom, if you're listening to this and you're like, don't call your kids assholes. But come on. Every parent knows your kids are adorable. But sometimes they're assholes. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. Okay. Sometimes they are. Even my kids who I think are perfect. And I don't mean in like, my kids are perfect and they do no wrong. Oh no, my kids do a lot of things wrong. They do a lot of things wrong. But they do a lot more things right. Which is why I want to see the type of uh, person they become as they grow older. Because I want to see what dreams they have. What they aspire to be. Like what they want to do in life. So for me, I want to go into the future and I want to see that. And then also, do I want to see how long do I actually make it? <laughs> you know, like, because if I can't change anything, okay, do I see my kids grow up and do I see them get married and have kids themselves if that's what they choose to do or their career, whatever it is, right? Do I grow old enough to see that? Because I talked about this in an episode a couple uh, weeks ago that I started working out. I've been busting my ass because one, I hate working out. I hate eating healthy. I hate doing all this shit, but I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for my girls. So that way I'm around as they get older. That's why I do it. And everybody's like, oh, well, you'll learn to love it. No, I don't. I've been doing this now for a year. And then this whole month of February, I've worked out five days a week, Monday through Friday for four straight weeks. I think I even had to miss one day because uh, it's a scheduling conflict where there was just no way I could get around it. And so in my mind, it's like, I hate it. I don't enjoy this at all. Like, don't be wrong. Do I feel great? Of course I feel great. I'm working out. I'm eating better. Of course I feel great. But I don't enjoy this. I don't. But I do it because I want my kids to have a father growing up. And so for me, I want to go in the future and I really want to see where they are when they get older. Like, so that's what I'm excited about. 
I posed this question on my Facebook and my Instagram, right? If you could go back in time, are you going in the past or are you going to the future? And it was a little bit mixed up a little bit. So people on my Instagram, it was close to 50-50. 47% said they would go to the future. 53 said they'd go to the past. But on Facebook, whew, 64% said they're going to the past. And only 36% said they want to go to the future. So pretty lopsided, I guess, according to my social media friends. <laughs> I mean... Like I said, but that's just me. I, I That's why I'd go to the future. I think it's easy to go to the past because it's familiar. And people want to do what's familiar to them. They don't want to do something that they're not familiar with. And I'm the opposite. I'm okay going into the future, not knowing what's there, and just seeing what seeing what happens. You know? So that was one of the questions posed that I thought was a a fun question to bring up. As I sip some water because, whew. I'm a talker, if you can't tell. And, of course, if you know me, I can talk all day. So now let's get to this one. People wanting to change plans after they've been made or secretly hoping. Good God. We like we as a society are no longer... The human, the human connection is gone. I just, I'm coming to that conclusion. Our human connection is gone. No more... Wanting to hang out and do things and have conversations. Everything is through a phone or streaming online and watching TV that way and binge watching. It's just, it's gotten to a point where it's just like, good God, like we, we've become so enamored of just not doing things that we prefer not to do things instead of connecting with people and here's the thing too and i'm not talking about like back in my 20s i would sit there like we're at college which <laughs> i think i shared some of these stories when i had my friend tammy on we were talking about our sfa days but like we yeah we had cell phones and you could text texting was way different you know back in 2003 and 4 but you know, ideally, like, I mean, I'm working at Pizza Hut, and we're calling each other, we're texting each other, but we're, we, I think we hung out at my buddy KG, his brother, and Lauren's house that they were renting just about every night, or for sure every weekend. We were there drinking and hanging out and partying and just having a good time. And then even not as a group, I was over there all the time just hanging out with them, even if it was only like a handful of us and not really a party. But there was a connection. There was human interaction there. It's not like that anymore. People would rather, you know, just sit at home and do nothing. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not, I understand that. Because guys, look, I'm a parent now. Which, I don't know why I said it that way. So if you're, the first time you're listening to this episode, yes, I'm a parent. I got a four-year-old and a soon-to-be uh, a three-year-old. Because by the time you hear this episode, so when you hear this episode, she turns three on March the 4th. And... I'm exhausted. So, like, if the kids aren't here and we have no plans or nobody invites us out to go do anything, we stay at home. We don't do anything. And I'm okay with that. But if somebody comes out, perfect example. My my friend Heather uh, and her wife Ashley are in a band called the Band Hennessy. Um, and, you know, they, they've, they have a, a great single out there. It's called There's No Stopping Us. Go check it out. It's a great single. They, they won a contest, and they got this single produced by Justin from Blue October. 
a great song. Very Blue October type of sound, too. It's just, it's really, really good. So these girls are amazing. The band is amazing. My friend Brian's their drummer. He goes back and forth. He's a drummer with them and um, another band called, uh, I think it's called Big Jordan Band. And so we didn't have the girls one weekend. And they put something on their Facebook going, hey, we're performing live out because they perform a lot of where, you know, where we live. And we haven't seen them perform. We saw them do an acoustic one time at like in the middle of the day. But we hadn't got a chance to see them perform. And we've been wanting to for a while. But, you know, kids, you know, we can't just drop everything and go. So it just lined up. We're like, cool, we're going out. And that's what we did. We went out. We had a great time. It was so much fun. And then it just it got to a point where we're like, okay, that's done. And we came home. And then we just we haven't done anything since. And it's okay, you know, because we have kids. Now, for folks that don't have kids and they're like, I'd just rather sit at home and watch TV and binge watch. Okay, that's fine too. But what bothers me about all of this is that 71% of people, they either make plans themselves or somebody reaches out to them to make plans and then they cancel on them. Or they're, they, they're hoping that the plans fall through so they don't have to go. Whether it's from the person that set them or they decide, you know what, maybe I'm done. 71%. Guys. Okay, parents, if you have kids, you might want to pause it and wait till they're out of the room because I'm going to say something here. That's probably not appropriate for them. <laughs> so look, if somebody asks you to make plans and you really don't want to make plans with them, just fucking tell them no. Tell them no. Just say, no, look, man, I'm sorry. I'm busy. Hey, it's been a rough week. I'm tired. I don't know when. I'll, we'll figure it out. Something. Just tell them something. But people are so scared. They are so scared to hurt people's feelings or not tell them the truth that they just rather lie to them and then make up a quote-unquote excuse to say, ah, well, things can, I'm sorry, can't make it. What? Are you kidding me with this? Just tell them no. Stop. Stop with the making plans and then canceling them. Because I feel like that's more messed up than anything else. Because especially if it's somebody that you've been friends with for a long time. Now, again, I don't know if this is the younger generation doing a lot of this, which I assume that it is. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of adults do this that are my age. And in my mind, I'm like, look, if I run into somebody that I have not seen in a while and we try to make plans to do something, done. Okay, we'll do it. Like if things are not too hectic and crazy, done. We'll try to do it. But at the same time, like I don't sit there and say, yeah, we're going to do it. It's more of like, okay, let me check my schedule. Let me see what's going on. Let me see if it's something we can do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I try not to commit to it right away, but geez Louise, guys. Like, just stop it. It just, it, to me, it just annoys me. That's why I feel like the human connection is gone. Because we're all about being on our phones, binge watching TV, because, you know, Netflix puts out, which I love the meme that comes out. Would you like to watch a 10-hour movie in one sitting and people are like no hell no i'm not watching a 10 hour movie in one sitting oh okay no problem no problem hey would you like to watch 10 one hour episodes and just binge watch those in one sitting oh man that'd be great that's how sad that is that we as a society it, it depends on how you say it but it's the same thing you binge watch a tv show if you watch because some of these shows, they, 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 they release out, like Orange is the New Black, I think it's like 13 episodes. And they're about an hour. And people will binge watch them in one sitting when they came out. 
But if you told them it's a 13-hour movie, they would look at you like you're crazy. But they just did the same. See, uh, see, I could, I'm, I'm about to rant. I'm about to rant about this stuff. And I need to f- bring it in, Ryan. Bring it in and focus. So canceling plans. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. God almighty. So I posed this on my social medias as well. This one actually kind of surprised me. So it was actually the complete opposite, mainly. So on my Instagram, 64% said they'd rather keep plans after they're made. 36% said they hope they fall through. On Facebook, 61% said they want to keep them. 38% said they hope they fall through. So a little bit different, at least according to my friends. Now here's the thing. If you were a friend of mine and you were listening to this episode and I saw that you voted that you hope these plans fall through, I'm not going to ask you to hang out. Or if you come to me and go, oh, I want to hang out, I'm going to laugh at you and go, no, you don't. I, I saw how you voted. <laughs> I know I know the truth. I know the truth. And if you're a friend that said, I'll be, I want to keep these plans and I still want to hang out, and if we make plans and you flake on me, I'm going to give you shit because I'm going to go, you said you want to keep plans. I mean, I mean, sorry if you're listening to this and you voted because I can see who voted which way. I can see who voted which way, which I love. Because I can hold you all accountable, too. So, <laughs> Anyways, but I just thought that was very interesting. You know, you just, you know, we have people that just, you make plans and people just want them to fall through. And I just, I don't get that. I mean, just don't make the plans. Just, just say no. Guys, remember D.A.R.E. in school? I don't know if they still do that or not. Just say no to drugs. Just say no to plans if you don't really want to have plans with somebody. Just say no. It's not that hard. Really not that hard. Or if you say yes... And something comes up, just tell them that. Don't make up an excuse. Don't don't lie about it. You know what I mean? Like if you don't really want to do it, and then you lie to them saying, "Oh well, something came up," or you know, "Oh, I have to work late." You know what I mean? Like don't lie. Just 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 tell them the truth of why those plans need to be canceled. Again, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And even if it is that hard, just do it anyways. Just come on, be honest, folks. Be honest. Anyways, so I figure like those were some fun topics there that, you know, because I didn't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> like I said, I'm excited for next week's episode. On March the 7th, I'll be talking with Susan Wynn, the first ever, uh, you know, the first ever winner of uh, Miss Universal Empire. She's the first queen, and she's my good friend, and I can't wait to talk to her. But that's on March the 7th. So as for today, think about that. If you could go back in time. Don't just say forward into the future or backwards into the past. Think about it. Think about why you would want to do that. Because it's not like anything will change. You know what I mean? Just imagine that you're a fly on the wall. That's all it is. You're not going to change anything. And then, of course, if you're going to make plans, stick to them. Because I I guarantee nine times out of ten, if you actually stick with your plans, you're going to have a good time. Because the people you are making plans with you or you're making with them are people you want to hang around with because they're fun people. Just, just keep them, guys. Just keep them. Anyways, again, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to my nonsense and bullshit and just <laughs> me ramble on and on and on. Make sure you like our social medias, guys. We're on Facebook, The Gentile Life Podcast. We are on Instagram, The Gentile Life underscore between each word on the gram. Give us a follow on there as well. Hope everybody has a fantastic rest of your day, and we will see you next week. Super excited for that episode. Everybody, have a good one. We'll see you then.